This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the big one, everybody. Liverpool are back in town. Expect referee rants and money managers, and that'll just be Jurgen Klopp. It's Thursday, the 23rd of November. I'm Amos Murphy. I'm Wee Bardsley. I'm Kieran Enshaw. And this is the City Report Podcast. Well then, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, long-time listeners, you'll notice a new voice is with us today. It is podcaster and con- content creator, Kieran. Kieran, a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to getting involved. Indeed, yeah, and you've picked a decent game to start things off with because as alluded to in the introduction, we're previewing the Liverpool match at the weekend. Um, listeners, obviously, you, you know, was we're usually a five-day-a-week show. That has changed this week because of the international break. We'll be back to five shows a week next week. Usually on our international schedule, this one is released on a Friday, but such is the 12.30 kickoff. We've decided to push it back a day. We're coming to you on a Thursday, but there is still plenty of content for you to go back and listen to from this week. Um, Luke, let's get into it then, because we've got a lot to speak about with this game as usual. Um, Biggest game of the season for City? Uh, so far, I think so. Yeah, um, it's. I, I think with it being coming after an international break as well, I think that really sort of hampers. Kind of, it increases it quite a bit because Liverpool have got nothing to lose really at this moment in time. They're going to come at us all guns blazing. They've seen what happened against Chelsea. They saw our defensive frailties. They've got to be licking their lips at our back line after what happened. But hopefully the week and a half, whatever, two-week break we had, we've had will kind of come as good and we'll be able to kind of crack on it. I'm, I'm interested to see a team selection. I'm interested to see how we play. 
Um, and then me and you are probably going to hate our lives when it's R12 and we're watching a scrappy nil nil. Yeah, it, it does. It does feel like it's got the uh, the possibility to be one of those games that gets built up. And we obviously had the Chelsea four, City four before the international break. But Kieran, I'm. Luke mentions the team selection there. If you haven't already, listeners, go back and and have a listen to yesterday's show, the two Adams and Ollie. Sort of delve, went through the the injuries after the international break and and the state of the squad. But Kieran, I'm so excited to see how City approach this game because I think the consensus after the Chelsea match was, okay, that was fun, but if we do that against Liverpool, then DME, we could concede six, seven, eight. Do you think it's going to be maybe a return to the sort of the controlled performances we saw City win, won the treble with last season? Or do you think this is the new City, just handbrake off, go for it? Well, we've seen performances, obviously the Chelsea game was just ridiculous, weren't it, on every level. It was just there was defensive defensive out the window, attacking was just on forefront for both teams. But I think if, if I look back at previous Klopp v Pep games from maybe three, four years ago, there was a little bit like that, weren't there? Was, I think there was a 4-3 at Anfield one year. When the when the edge does, and we brought it back towards the end. Um, but but recently, you've not really seen a city like that where they where they kind of go like you say, all guns blazing for all city have been a lot more disciplined. They control games a lot better. And then last uh, Sunday before last, it was just ridiculous. Uh, again, I think both teams defended really poor. But going forward, they were fantastic. I mean, it's, as a neutral, it was a fantastic game. I mean, for us as City fans, it was you know a little bit on the edge every from time to time. But I think as a neutral watching that, it's proper football that proper Premier League football but I think mm. like you say Liverpool I don't, I don't mean this by any disrespect to Chelsea Liverpool are a different level to Chelsea um, they've got different you know, a lot more quality than Chelsea have and I think if we tried to do that against Liverpool we'd get punished I mean Salah on his own has had a field there against us in the past um, he always scares me I think me and Luke mentioned that on a, on a podcast a while ago Mo Salah was just a player that always seems to turn up against Man City um, yeah. he's a scary scary player to face but you know, everyone's kind of forgot about Liverpool. I feel like they're only a point behind us. There's been a lot of talk about Spurs in the early stages. Obviously, people talk about City for obvious reasons. You know, Arsenal have had a decent start, but Liverpool have, have kind of gone under the radar a little bit. I mean, I think everyone expects them to do well because they've got a hell of a team and they've, they bought well in the summer. But, you know, they've only lost once this season, which was that game against Spurs. We all know what happened in that game. Um, you know, they win on Sunday at our place and they're above us. Oh, on Saturday, sorry, should I say, at our place and they're above us. Mm. So, you know they have as much right to, to come into this game with confidence as we do, and and, and roll on Saturday. Half twelve games are always, as we know, a little bit nervy. You know you can't put a bet on an half twelve game, but um, mm. bring it on, can't wait. Yeah, can't put a bet on, can't have a beer beforehand, although I'm sure a few people will be breaking that rule for Saturday's clash. You always find it weird opening a bottle of Asahi at 11.30, whatever it might be. Um, look you with City branded or Asahi. Look, look, when you've got 115 charges against you for financial breaches, you've got to help the club out as much as you can. Um, yeah, I'm taking short-haul flights via, via, via Abu Dhabi on Etihad. I'm only, go- I'm only going to Ireland, but I'm doing a 10, 10-hour round journey. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, it's only taken five minutes to descend into nonsense. This is what we're like here, Kieran. But you, you know, you, you spot on. You bring up a great point about Mo Salah. He's he's played ninety matches against City, Luke, and he scored eleven goals. He is the danger man. Obviously, nearly lost him in the summer. Um, interest from Al Ittihad and that two hundred odd million pound bid, or whatever it was. Sort of factoring in the Chelsea game because we've had a bit of time to dissect it now and, and watch it back and sort of you know try and understand what went what went wrong and what went well for City. Was it a one-off? Was it one of them games we look back at the end of the season and go a little bit like Newcastle was last year, a free-free away from home against the big six club? Um, although Newcastle probably not in that traditional bracket, but certainly top four last season. 
Or do you think it's maybe a bit of a wider pattern this year that City are trying to be a little bit more open? The, the signing of Jeremy Doku, Mateus Nunes, you know, they're exciting players. They're not necessarily the necessarily the the uh the controllers that we've seen last season so do you worry you know Salah's coming here with a fantastic record he scored at the Etihad give him the space he can score but do you back City to outscore this Liverpool team like they try to do against Chelsea yeah I'm I'm, I'm comparing their background against our backline and I, I think it's shock and cheese to be honest with you I, I just think we've got a lot more strength in there Chelsea was unfortunate. We had probably three of a back four had one of their worst games, not even of the season, mm. probably of the City careers. Like Diaz was shocking, Walker was shocking, Gavardio made mistakes, like, and and that doesn't usually happen. Whereas that's, they've got that the system now. They're going to come back. Um, well, that's what I'm hoping anyway. I'm 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 hoping that we just outscore them um, <laughs> rather than sort of like control for a, for a one nil. Um, you're looking at their back line. They've, they've got leaks and holes everywhere. I, I'm so excited about the Trent versus Doku or Grealish mm. debate. I'm so, so excited. I think if Grealish plays, he just bullies him for 90 minutes like a little child. Like, and I can't wait for it. He's not going to get a ball off him. Mm. Um, also, big verge as well, Van Dyke. I, I, I remember... I remember when I first watched him at City for Liverpool and I said to my mates, this is the best centre-half I've ever seen. So, and also he's had a bit of a slide, so I'm excited to see, like watch him live again. I'm, I'm a big fan of kind of watching the centre-halves play. Um, we've seen mm. quite a few in the Premier League so far this season. Um, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm probably not going to say this on Saturday, but two days before, I'm, I'm looking at it like, I think it's a chance to kind of rubber stamp our authority on the league a little bit with this performance. I'm, just, I'm hoping we go out, we have a self-assured sort of 2 3 nil, get a few goals under our belt, hopefully keep a clean sheet and then who knows where we're going to go for the rest of the season. I, I, I totally agree. It's weird. I don't know if it's because of the international break and the fact we've not had club football for the best part of two weeks, but in the build-up to this game, listening to the guys on yesterday's show, I was like, I was getting, the, I was getting the buzz a little bit. I was excited for it. And Kieran, I actually think, I, I mean, I'm never confident in terms of results. I, I can, I can pick a defeat for City against Aldershot Town or you know, hashtag United, whoever it might be. But I feel like this, as Luke sort of mentions there, this is a real chance for City to go out and, and make a statement at home, treble winners, obviously dispatched at Liverpool last year, but it was a different type of Liverpool. They've improved, no doubt. But these are the sort of games now you want to see City go, yes, let's go out and get that victory. If it was Anfield, I'd be saying right now, give me the point, let's get out of there unscathed. But knowing knowing the fortress the Etihad has turned into the last few years, I think the fans are going to be up for it. You can't get a ticket for love nor money. Like Luke says, we've got to be excited, right? We've got we've got to relish these games whilst we're on top. Well, hundred percent. And like you say, we're at home. I, I agree with you. If we were at Anfield on a Saturday lunchtime, I'd be fearing for us massively because our record there is absolutely <laughs> abysmal. Um, we, we never, I think the only time we've won there since two thousand and three was the COVID season when there were no fans in the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. So I agree. If we were at Anfield but, on but Saturday, but City don't have any fans anyway, so it's it, it doesn't oh. make a difference, <laughs> does it? There you go. So no, I agree. If he was at Anfield on Saturday, it's a whole different ball game. Um, but but you know, the Etihad is a fortress now. We're ridiculous at home. Um, Real Madrid and Bayern Munich mm. had been at the been to the Etihad this year and been white. You know, we wiped the floor with them. Um, we have absolutely nothing to fear. You know, we're the better side. We've got the better players. I know we're City fans and you expect us to back our team, but why? We're the treble winners. You know, we have every right to back our team, and, and we have got a better side of Liverpool. We have got players that can hurt them. But it's a 12.30 game on a Saturday and they've got a lot of quality as well. And they'll know themselves they come here and win on Saturday. We're not about us making a statement. If they can win on Saturday at our place and then this run we've been on at home, 
I think we're unbeaten since last November against Brentford. It's been a year since we lost. If they if they can come on Saturday and beat mm-hmm. us, go above us in the league, that's a huge statement of intent for them as well. Because like I said, I think so far I do believe they've gone under the radar a little bit. I know I watched them against Luton the other week and they were really poor. Luton were very unfortunate not to win that game. But a trip away to Luton Town is not easy in that stadium. And I think in the end you've got to take results like that. But they're a point behind us and I think they've, they've been a, a bit unfortunate. Like I said, we mentioned the Spurs game. We all know what happened in that game. They could have quite easily got a result there. They're a good team and they've won it before and that's the key for me. You know, Spurs, Arsenal, this talk of them, they've not won it. This Liverpool team have been there and done it. A lot of their players now have won the Champions League, they've won the Premier League, they're top quality players. Um, but I think Luke made, good, made a good point about Grealish because I think, I, I, honestly, I honestly believe Jack's best game for City for, to date was against Liverpool at home last season. He was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. He got a Agreed. goal, he got an assist, yeah. but... For 90 minutes, he ran them riot, and it's the best I've seen Jack play by some distance in a City shirt. So it's an interesting one. Like I said, the Doku v Grealish debate, um, they're both very different players. They both offer a lot. Obviously, Doku is more easy on the eye. He'll run up players. He gets fans off the seat. Jack's a lot more controlled. He'll do a lot more backwards passes. But Jack does what he does. Jack's a lot better defensively. He was brilliant on the run to the final of the Champions League last year. Mm. Didn't score any goals, didn't get any assists, but he works hard. And I remember one in particular with Jack, I think he gets Liverpool at home, going back to him last season, when I think he trapped back and tackled Mo Salah in the first half, where he ran the full length for the pitch to win yeah. the ball back. And um, I think a minute after that, we equalised. I think he put the ball across to Alvarez and we equalised. So... That's Jack all over for me. He's not, he's not going to be a stats man that gets you 10, 15, 20 goals a season, but he will. He'll work his socks off. He'll give 100%. He's a passionate player. And I agree. I think whoever Trent's got against him on Saturday, he'll have a difficult game. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. It's actually been racking my brain this week because I, I, I wouldn't mind. I'm, I'm, I mean, listeners will know big matches for me. Jack Grealish is his first guy on the team sheet, but I wouldn't mind Doku in that game. I just think he could bring something to it, but it's always Jack Grealish in that game. It's always Jack Grealish. And um, it's interesting, you know, we speak about looking forward to the game. In part two, we'll do a sort of touch very quickly on the whole charges chat and Everton points deduction. But, you know, it, I really am genuinely looking forward to this game. And, and Luke Liverpool, last Premier, Liverpool's last Premier League win here, sorry, was all the way back in the 2014-15 season. Um, Mangala own goal, Coutinho, Firmino on the score sheet then. So, you know, Liverpool have caused City problems, but this isn't a, a, a stadium they come too often and get a result final word on the game before we sort of go for a break gotta be a win on it uh, gotta be a win yeah I mean I'm sick man a 4-0 four, four win 4-0 four will do 4-0 will do 4-0 win and then Trent will get bullied on Twitter afterwards fantastic <laughs> sounds like a good Saturday um, <laughs> clip it guys uh, clip it everybody and make sure you tweet at me when I'm wrong thank you cheers yeah, everybody yeah <laughs> yeah. I will I will be having that in the bank uh, ready to go on Saturday <laughs> afternoon um, okay that'll do for part one join us after this short break as we continue to chat about what's been an eventful week as we said in the world of Man City Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The Etihad Stadium really is wonderful at this time of the season, and the same goes for McDelivery. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. 
That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to the City Report podcast. Um, listeners, if you are new, if this is your first time listening along, please make sure to hit follow and subscribe. Like I said, next week we'll be back on five episodes a week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, reviewing a win against Liverpool. Um, Kieran, I actually wanted to, to sort of speak about the week that has just been because there hasn't been any club football, but... As is the way of the world, City have been in the headlines for obviously not reasons that many of us can make sense of. Um, Everton deducted a 10-point deduction last week. Um, I'm pretty sure we haven't covered this this week, so it's the first time we're speaking about it. But can can you can you tell us why um why that it was City's fault? Everton have been deducted 10 points <laughs> and, and City are to blame. It's um it, it's it's been crazy, hasn't it, the reaction? Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean every 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 sort of tweet, every Facebook post, every social media post that I've seen about Everton being deducted points has, has, has been about City. Every single comment has been, well, if Everton have been deducted 10 points, City must be deducted 1,000 points. They're going to get put in non-league football. <laughs> We're playing curves of action in a few weeks. It's like, steady on. Everton have obviously done something wrong. Let's establish that first of all. Everton have obviously done something wrong to get punished. Now, we don't know what. We don't know the ins and outs. None of us know what goes on behind the scenes, do we? You know, Everton have obviously done something wrong. Mm. They've been penalised for it. Now, regardless of what City have done, it has absolutely nothing to do with us. That's Everton's mess. They've got to clean it up. If the inevitable comes and we get charged, we get punished. So be it. We'll then deal with it. But then when we get punished, we'll everyone talk about Everton. No, because we're little City. And, mm. and you know, we, 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 we're tiny. No one talks about little City. Um, but I think it's great. I think it's brilliant. And, and we love it. As, I, don't, I couldn't care. I think it's brilliant. Talk about us. I love it. And... and I think there was a, there was a joke the other day that the the, the Everton deductions and have got put on to City. We're getting ten points from Everton now, and we will be eleven <laughs> points clear come Saturday. So uh, it's brilliant. But yeah, like I say, look, you know now what to, before you even click on the comments, you know what people are going to say. But it's great they're talking about City. They're, they're mm. ranting from home, and it's brilliant. You know, we're, we're massive, aren't we? And um, long may it continue. Mm. Yeah, I'm constantly on a daily basis reminded of everyone who tells us that they don't care about City. Suddenly, whenever City get mentioned or whenever another club gets mentioned, um, Tottenham Hotspur, you know, there's a story this week that Defoe might have been or Defoe's agents might have been paid money behind closed doors and say, City, what what about City? What about City? Um, Luke, there seems to be at these sort of times, and and I I don't profess to be an expert on this topic at all. I often refer to our very own Andrew Detmer when it comes to um, issues like this and uh, he, he offered some sort of uh, pro bono um, sort of legal advice in, in, in the group chat for everyone this week so I'm trying to explain what was going on and stuff like that but everyone's a financial expert when it comes to City everybody's a lawyer everybody knows the ins and outs and, and one thing that's actually really great to me and Ollie McCool brought this up which I found really funny do people not understand how points deductions work right because Everton have been deducted 10 points for one charge or whatever it is I'm seeing people saying City are going to be playing in in the National League North City could be deducted a thousand points and they would still be bottom of the Premier League just on minus a thousand it doesn't you know there's no sort of rollover it's not the national lottery it doesn't carry over to the next you know the next season suddenly we don't start the 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 championship with minus 900 
I get people on social media behind these accounts can be thick, but it just feels like the last <laughs> week has been a different kind of level. I've just been sat here at home going, what on earth is going on? Yeah, but how fun has it been? It's been so fun. I do have to say, um, I have seek legal representation from Mr. Detmer. He has told me to say no comment on a few issues. So just to make everybody aware, um, City Report podcast, we are represented by Mr. Detmer yeah. as always. Um, but it's just, I just don't get how thick people can be. Mm. Right? And uh, it just doesn't affect us. It doesn't matter. And also, what I like to see is, um, it took eight months for uh, Everton to kind of be charged and then convicted. Also, 115 charges doesn't mean 115 convictions. Mm. A charge is not a conviction, just to make everybody aware of that. Um, so, like, it took them for one charge to have eight months' worth of proof legal investigations. So, what? Does that mean it's going to take 800-odd months for us <laughs> to be charged? Is, is that what... Is, is that what's going to happen now? Like, it, 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 just, just ignore it. Like, at the end of the day, like, there's a lot of charges... Maybe a good dating back to what, like 2011, something stupid like that. Mm. Who cares, mate? Just watch, just watch your team. We, we, we've got the best legal team in the world. I mean, Lord panic, the panic on the streets of Manchester, as the 94 said. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just not going to affect us. We're just going to keep carry on and keep winning leagues. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've just had a quick look there. Um, Eighty eight hundred eight hundred months works out at sixty six years. So um, if that is the case, I think I think a lot of people would have been past caring by then. We'd have probably been relegated to the national league anyway by that point. Um, after Mansoor and Co have, have got bored and and, and buggered off. Um, yeah, it, it, it's astonishing, and and I, I think one of the um, one of, one of the bits that has really sort of frustrated me, like you mentioned it there, the idea that it, it multiplies like. 10 points equals, you know, one one charge. 115 charges equals 1,150 points or whatever. It, 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 but, but, Kieran, to go back to it, it has been, for me anyway, and I, I don't know if this is in my position working in football, consumed by it, it has been like one of them weeks where I'm like, oh, my God, can can we just not? Can we? Like, I've been like that watching Sky Sports News. Can we just not? Carve Solicole has been telling us what this means for Manchester City, what Everton's point deduction. Everton, who, by the way, admitted guilt and then went to work with the Premier League to try and to try and get a lesser punishment. And I will say, you know, it is harsh. Ten points for being what twenty million over the, the threshold is 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 certainly harsh. But they admitted guilt, you know, City have not had any guilt proven at the moment. There's an investigation ongoing. And and again, it's coming back to me. Again, the stuff I've seen, people saying, why don't City just put, put this irrefutable evidence they've got on the table and prove everyone the wrong? Well, actually, no, David on Twitter from Surrey. That isn't how that isn't how legal investigations work. You know, you're not you're not the key C, the, the KC, you know, you're not in charge now. And it's just one of them weeks where I'm like, can, I can't believe I'm saying this, but can we just get back to speaking about VAR and referee decisions instead? <laughs> Yeah, it's boring, isn't it? And like you say, it's gone on and on and on, and it will continue to go on and on and on until City get get punished or until the outcome of these charges come out. It's, you know, any team could get punished in world football now, and it'll have City on on the comments. You know, that, you're not going to change mm. that. And, and like you say, people want City to be stripped of everything. They want us playing in League Two. They want all our titles gone. I think Stephen Jard in an interview last year said he wouldn't mind taking the 2014 title if we lost it. Uh, it's not happening. He's not going to win the Premier League. It's done. Um, Imagine a trophy know. lift. Imagine a trophy lift. Oh, because um, so Liverpool are the fan base to have a, a trophy parade, aren't they? For a, for a, a title that was given to them what ten years ago. Oh, you know, let yeah. it happen, please. They, Him and Sturridge, Sturridge and Suarez on the on the stage, gifting a trophy. Brilliant. Oh, funny. Um, 
But no, like you say, I think I think quick 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 comment on Everton though. I think they've um it's it's weird because they've been up to ten points, not even bottom of the league. It's ridiculous. Um I honestly think they'll still stay up. I mean I had Everton I had Everton, I must admit I had Everton to go down at the start of this season, but after watching Luton, Sheffield United and Burnley play football, I mean, I'm really disappointed in Burnley this year. I, think I love Vinny to pieces. Mm-hmm. We all love Vinny, but and we don't want him to go. Like Chris, he's probably going to lose his job, unfortunately, in the next couple of weeks. But I think Everton could stay up even with 10-point deduction because the three that come up from the Championship last year are really struggling. And, and I don't I don't know where the goals are going to come from. Everton have got a lot of quality. Um, or, or should I say more quality than the three, the three other teams that were mentioned then. So how Everton will respond, we don't know. But they've got a manager in Sean Dyche that has got his teams out of it a few times, hasn't he, at Burnley himself. So they've got a good manager there. And to be fair to Everton, they have, they have surprised a few people, myself included. They've put some good results together so far this season. Um, so I think they could stay up still, even with a, with the with a deduction, which would be some achievement. But I, I do think Luton, Sheffield United and Burnley could be in big trouble, definitely. Yeah, I, I totally subscribe to that as well. I do think that if it was going to happen in any year, Everton have got really lucky, really lucky. Because as... I was sort of criticised a little bit last season, but I thought towards the bottom, you know, you look at that Leicester team, which is, what, top of the championship at the moment. There were some superb players in that team. Leeds had some players. He just didn't have a right manager. If it had happened last year, then I think they, they... Well, obviously they go down because they finished, what was it, two points above the relegation zone or whatever it was. But I just think the, the quality of the league is, is considerably uh, worse off this season. Um, finally then, Luke, uh, we've mentioned it there. We, we, we've sort of flirted with it. If if one fan base in English football, one successful fan base in English football was not going to care, and I genuinely mean that. I've seen so many people in the comments of social media and you'd have seen it yourself. 115 charges, enjoy League 2, blah, blah, blah. And I, I appreciate I don't speak for everyone here. We've, we've now got a global fan base and that is brilliant. And, and, you know, people have come, they've sort of joined the journey later on, blah, blah, blah. But if one fan base is not going to care about being relegated, it's City, isn't it? And it, it, for me, like it's a win-win situation because we either get let off and nothing happens of it and the head losses are sort of, you know, off the scale, like... I don't know, like earthquake sort of level of of head losses and 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 shaking things up, or we get charged, we get relegated, we have a few seasons knocking about the EFL. It's the you know it's the biggest piss up of all time. We might even keep a few players. You know, imagine Phil Foden rocking up at Rotherham United or Plymouth. You know, for me, it's like right, whatever. I, I, you know, the outcome of it at the moment. It's easy to say it now. It'll be interesting when it actually happens. But at the moment, I'm like right, whatever. Either way, either way suits me. Oh, I can't wait, mate. Imagine me and you, Blackburn, away. It's going to be fucking class, mate. I am buzzed for it. I mean, it's like, what, what are they going to do? Take the titles off us? Oh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm, I'm, are you going to memory wipe me? Are they going to take <laughs> yeah. away my memories of Istanbul? We're going to take away memories of Aguero? I know. Like, I, I, well, I, I've seen it. I've lived it. I don't care if mm. it's... I don't care if in 100 years' time someone looks back at a record book he doesn't have the 11-12 title next mm. to our name because I was there. I, I saw it with my own eyes. I was in the moment, like... It's my experience. Like, take it away. I'll, I'll go Chef Wednesday away. I don't mm. care, me. I'll, I'll, I'll be singing only with them. I owe Chef Wednesday and all that jazz. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> Imagine trying to get a ticket. Though. That's oh, the issue. It'd be a nightmare. Be carnage. That's I can't the wait. Issue. Yeah, that's the issue. Um, that's to come. All, all I will say is, whatever happens with this investigation, just brace yourself because it's going to be, it's going to be a nasty landing. Um, 
Guys, before we get going then, a little bit of trivia. We like to sign off the weekend with a little bit of a quiz. Um, I'm going to ask both of you a question separately, and I want to see who's got the best memory, and I'm already going to put my money against Luke because I've been seeing him ask the questions. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. So I'm actually going to ask you first, Luke, and, and, and what we're going to do is we do this for the Manchester derby with Adam and Ollie McCall. But basically, it's a few score lines from City-Liverpool matches in the last sort of few years. I want you to tell me the goal scorer for Manchester City <laughs> and we're starting with that 12.30 game from last year it was a 4-1 win Mo Salah gave Liverpool the lead 17 minutes in four separate Man City scorers and I know you have deficiencies in this area so I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a helping hand I want you to name three for a point Mate, I've got absolutely no idea. I, it's, I'll it, give you mate, a clue. It's, it's, one of them wasn't Erling Haaland it was one of the four I matches I told you on before Luke fit for. I was definitely 100% uh, at the bar uh, for like <laughs> half of the goals so let's just remember about that I mean I, 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 I've got no idea I, I, I won't lie to you no um, idea four, like four City players surely you could name four like just off Phil, Phil, Philip Foden no <laughs> Oh my you know, God! Riyad Mahrez, did he no. score? Did someone else score? I, 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 all, I, 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 I've got no oh idea. My, this is even worse than I thought. Well, Kevin De Bruyne. Yes, <laughs> yes, he got one. He got one. There's one. Um, yeah, uh, we, did a defender score? Or? No, we have spoke about him. Kieran said that he, you know, he had his best game in a city shirt by putting. Oh, the, Jack Grealish. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Grealish. Yeah, and uh, our new Argentine, Argentine superstar. Oh well, who are you now, Perez? Yeah. I mean, I told see, you he scored all. people who I, I, do you know what I like about this Amos as well. Do you know what I really like is that a lot of people mock me in the city group chat for not remembering individual moments. But like, I've had a lot of people since coming on this podcast come to me and say, "Do you know what? I'm exactly the same as you. I've just got no idea what's happening in individual moments." And I'm like, "It's not just me. I think it's my ADHD where I'm just like, yeah, I lived that.' Yeah." Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan was the other one. Uh, the I can, do you know what I like? I, I like after this, McCool, McCool, Joe Ritchie are going to just hound me. Yeah, for right, this so. week. They're right, going to so. have a great time. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter if City win on Saturday. That's the real victory. Um, right, Kieran, I think you've just got to name a footballer to get the point and take the win. <laughs> but um, your match that I want you to, to sort of recall, if you can, is the game against Liverpool from the season prior at the Etihad Stadium. It was the 2 2 draw. Obviously, City drew 2 2 at Anfield earlier on in the season this is the Etihad one can you tell me three of the four scorers that day included one of the Liverpool players uh, I remember Jesus scoring because I remember us all being surprised that he was starting but he, but he scored uh, <laughs> yep wow mine's gone blank uh, I, it's hard you know, the funny thing fair, about that game was that. The, on the spot is the, the funny the, the one thing I remember from that game in particular was when Edison nearly put it in his own net and Jota slid in and he just cleared it. <laughs> oh, I um, remember that. Well, yeah, who, who, who did you say? Well, who, who was that Liverpool player? Jota, yeah, Jota scored because he did the... I remember that, yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Jota, Jota <laughs> Jesus. Um, who else would have scored for us? Mine's gone Fat, blank. First five uh, minutes. It was, that, it was that sort of period where we scored big matches. Like oh, De Bruyne because it deflected off minutes. Matip, didn't it? Yeah. Kev scored, yeah. Yeah, um, and, um, and I'll go. And I'll go Salah because he always scores. Oh, Mane! Sadio yeah, Mane was the yeah. other one. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's a, an easy W, an easy win for Kieran on his debut. <laughs> and, and Kieran, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll have you back plenty of times. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you for having me. I loved it. 
Luke, despite your lack of quiz knowledge, you will be back plenty of times. Um, it's been a pleasure as always, Paul. Looking forward to Saturday and, well, hopefully you can maybe see some of the goals if they happen. Although I only assume if that's in the first, what, 15 minutes and then the last 20. So, um, yeah, so let, let, let's put a word in to get them in that, in that time zone. Yeah, if, if you score between 45 and 55, I will not see it. Actually, you know what? I'm not drinking on Saturday, so I might actually see a few goals. Ooh. So we're, we're, looking, we're looking positive, guys. You'll Here be on go. next week going to get the most detailed recount of, of the game <laughs> ever. Minute by minute account. Yeah. And this happened. I'll, I'll, be, this I'm gonna be, I'll be Joe Ritchie next week. Yeah. I promise you, just less American. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, no accents, please. Um, that'll do, <laughs> listeners. Thank you very much. It's been another exciting week. If you haven't already, there's already two episodes you can go back and listen to on your podcast. Feed. but as i said next week back to five so make sure to tune in for that until next time though we'll see you later the talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year beyond the pitch beyond the results we're here to connect fans getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans we're a team with two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end of season running with McDelivery. Great food delivered right to your door. By using McDelivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running. And just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.